Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Career shift to IT.com. And now your host, Carlo Miranda. Hey, hey, hey. what's up, guys? Uh, this is season one, episode number three. And this is the part two of our uh, interview session with uh, Robbie Kalikdan. And in this particular, in this part two, in our part two of our interview, uh, Robbie shared to us uh, how to handle rejection. And I shared also some information how to properly um, handle the we'll call you thing statement when the HR are trying to reject you politely. And then uh, we also covered a few stuff um that involves uh, how to better uh, prepare for your target organization, how to research further in order for you to get some uh, a positive chance to get hired in your target organization. And, and at the end of it, uh, we uh, Robbie also shared to us uh, how to collaborate um, in person by uh, meeting uh, other uh, active soft software testers out there so you can get them face to face and ask some questions and tips how to uh, transition to IT. So here's the part two. That's a, that's a great advice, actually. Uh, Ravi, uh, what if uh, did you experience any rejections when you're starting out, and also while during your you know um, in the middle of your career going up the ladder, did you experience any rejections? Uh, when you mean rejections, um, going, uh, being promoted or? Yeah, both, uh, actually, um, not getting promoted or, uh, some other company decided to, uh, hire somebody else because of their business decision or, or um, did you experience any kind of those rejections? Okay. So sure. Uh, yeah, I had my fair share of rejections as well. So early in my career as well, there, there is a. Um, let's say uh, what we call this a trend that people go to abroad to our neighboring countries because they are hiring testers from different uh, countries so mm-hmm. I'm gonna name drop Singapore so it was uh, very very popular way back there yes it was <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was early in my career, so I tried to apply, and uh, I thought I had the best experience already because it was I was already like two or three years in my career way back, and I was very confident that I will pass the exam. So when I tried to apply, um, so I was shocked because uh, the exam was, uh, it's not familiar to me. I'm not exposed to that kind of uh, question because in other organization or other countries, they are 
more of um, looking for someone who is who has a testing certification. So okay. since I didn't have any formal training, I didn't have anything that um, you know. Uh, most exams or certifications they have uh, this uh, thing that their definition is to be followed, right? You can, yeah. for example, you can use bug and the other company uses defect. So anyway, uh, long story short, I didn't get accepted and I used that uh, experience to uh, challenge myself to uh, learn more uh, about that um, software testing terminologies or those items that I haven't, that I I didn't answer and during that um, course. And yeah, I also got rejections from applying internally for um, for a team manager position. <laughs> so it was a brutal process because there's a lot of uh, applicants as well. So, but uh, it was a great experience actually because the good thing that happened there was when I didn't get the the job, the manager who interviewed me gave me advice on where what areas that I need to improve on. So, That's right. Yep. Yeah. See, I've I've asked the question because uh, as a shifter and one of those guys who are who's aspiring for the for the for the career, I mean uh, they would get some rejections, right? It's it's normal, normal and and it's part of life. Rejections are part of life, right? Yes, and, it's very very normal. <laughs> yeah, and what's important is what. Uh, uh, what's important is, uh, is is the thing that you do after getting rejected. I myself had uh, experienced um, a lot of rejections, like 20 or 30 companies who rejected me, imagine, because I was also a career shifter from a banker into software testing career. So I had like 20 or 30 rejections before I got my first uh, company that hired me. And that company was, um, back then was, uh, or is still Accenture, and they provided me um, the the necessary tools and training to to be a software tester. So uh, during my rejections, I didn't stop. Like uh, you know, you 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 even hear them um, will call you. You know the famous line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah, if I heard that tone, if I hear that tone. I, I see to it that after uh, after the interview session, I try to talk, create a small talk with the interviewer, and and explain to him that I feel that I didn't pass the the stage, I guess, or the exam. Mm -hmm. I ask them um, if uh, what what would be the next best thing to to learn. So it helped me out um, to to. To hone down my skills in the interviews and and improve uh, or or to learn the gap within within my knowledge, so in preparing me for the next uh, company. So I guess yeah, pr preparation, as you mentioned with the in our first question, passion and preparation are really important in getting started in, in the uh, software testing career, right? Exactly. 
And I guess uh, you can also challenge yourself. Are, will you hire yourself? So um, I think that's uh, one aspect that you can do is do an internal reflection if you have you are getting rejected um, consecutively when you're applying and uh, ask yourself, um, look at the job requirements. Are, are you the right fit? Um, right. And also, that's a great, actually, what you said, that be bold enough to talk to your interviewer or someone hiring manager if um, get the feedback actually so yeah, yeah don't just don't just um be uh accepting of the uh, defeat sorry that, <laughs> that, that they will send you an email that unfortunately you did not uh, make it or unfortunately they um uh probably they better. said yeah yeah you, you the, the, the exam yeah. mm-hmm. we're <laughs> so, not gonna you're not going to the next step yeah uh, ask them yeah you know um i think uh, that would be um a good medium or a good feedback for you that um, you need to improve on some areas and and just keep an open mind you know um eventually um you'll be shocked that um I, I applied for a lot of companies in the past and where I am in right now, I did not apply for this job. <laughs> <laughs> they they are the ones who called me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so just keep on an open mind and um, continue learning, improve yourself and, you know, take it as a challenge, laugh it off and watch a movie and just relax, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice uh, advice. Also, when I when I got my consecutive rejections, um, I, I got pissed off really on myself, and I took it really in personal. You know, getting rejected all the time. So um, when I usually, I got ticked off, and you know the emotions come in. I replied to a certain email, you know, just for the heck of it. Um, I replied to the unfortunately email. Uh, hey, uh, what are you looking for? I asked the interviewer. What are you looking for? What, what, what do they have that I don't? And some sort of deadline. Yeah. So the the interviewer, I didn't. I wasn't expecting them to reply, but when they replied, I, I think it, I was blown away because they they really shared uh, some really uh, helpful insights. What were what were my gaps were because I couldn't uh, recognize that myself. So so w- when people uh, you know people outside looking in or, or had experience in talking with you or interviewing with you, they will really recognize what were what your gaps are and they're the best position to to tell you what's wrong, what's correct, or what's the gap. So I learned really the the value of asking. Uh, how or what's the gap in my in my skills back then? So it really helped me out. So yeah, that's a really uh, really great advice because um, there's really a trend right now that when they reject you, that's it. There's no feedback. So I think uh, the listeners of this podcast, if you know you get rejected, 
let's make a a new culture that um, hiring managers or recruiters, you know, send us a feedback on how, why, or yeah, you know, it 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 helps the people, you know, improve. Yeah, uh, with it, their careers. Yep, yeah. by replying to them and you know, uh, getting a mutual understanding. For example, well, when this guy uh, or this girl um, replied on my one of my emails, I I appreciate the help and I appreciated the the fact that they, she shared a lot of uh, information with me, and as a mutual understanding, um, I extended her um, her uh, job job opening to my social media just to help her out find the right candidate so that it won't stop on my end because I understand that they entertain hundreds and or even thousands of applicants every single month so me extending um, their their job job posts will probably help well, that's a really really great advice because um, when you have you build rapport with other people yeah. uh, eventually who knows you, you might meet them somewhere you know down, down right. your career yep. yeah. yes and yep. you know there will be the ones to help you because you have they'll remember that you have helped them in the past yes but uh, mm -hmm. uh, moving on to the next question uh, is software testing a, a stable career? How do you feel about this? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, uh, being more than a decade in this uh, career, it's a big yes. It's very stable. Uh, yes. There is a big demand for testers, as I can monitor in our jobs, software testing Philippines jobs page. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it over the years, you know, um, uh, when I started, there are a lot of good opportunities here and abroad. And I know a lot of people who are managers, who were my managers mm -hmm. when I was starting. They have evolved their career, careers already to uh, being a test manager in a bigger uh, company, in a more advanced company. And some, some people already... Uh, uh, become, became consultants. Mm -hmm. So uh, people make mistakes. People are not uh, perfect thinkers. Yeah. So we really need. Um, uh, but right now the trend is more of the test automation skill. That that's the trend right now, as I see it. Yeah. So for testing uh, automation is. Uh, you use um, a certain manipulation of the of the application, right? Some some coding um, skill. Yeah, it would require some coding skill because uh, the competition right now there are a lot of startups uh, nowadays. So, what organizations, traditional organizations, wanted is to compete with those startups because they are getting a lot of uh, money because they're uh, they have a you know, a better UI, yes. or more innovative way of um, programs that they have even a mobile app apart from their web app. You know, but um, traditional companies, they wanted to compete in that space. 
So they wanted to push a lot of uh, enhancements out the door. Uh, the way that you can check if you're not breaking anything is one is test automation. You need to really ensure that your legacy systems or your uh, stable features are not breaking from those enhancements that you are uh, pushing out the gate. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the next best uh, step to to level up uh, the skill from a software manual uh, testing uh, skill into uh, being an automation engineer. And uh, would, what kind of language, uh, for example, I'm a shifter or my career is just two years in manual testing and I'm interested to level up my skills. What's the best uh, language to start with in order for me to start in the uh, automation career? Uh, actually, this was my question uh, years ago. Uh, if you have a goal or you have a company in mind that you wanted to join, for example, I want to join Apple yeah. in, in the future. So I have to look at their uh, tech stack or what technologies are they using, what languages they are using. Because if you're just going to go with the flow, go with the trend, uh, you'll not be able to... Well, eventually, if you're really good with programming, you probably end up working at Apple. But mm -hmm. when you're you're looking for a straight, I mean a a path going there, I suggest that looking at the tech stack or what if people are not aware of that term or what technologies or what languages that they are using, mm -hmm. and try to be an expert on that, be be a master on that. Just don't go with uh, what's popular right now, right. because you'll not you'll not enjoy it. I I assure you, you will not enjoy your journey or experience, because it's not really what you. It's not your goal. Mm -hmm. So, so b before I even pick up a language, I need to know uh, the nature of or the technology that my target company is working in right now. For example, company A. Apple or company B, uh, exactly. Amazon, they're using like, a, like a, for example, apps, native apps, Kotlin or C. Um, well, that would be my advice because yeah. uh, what I'm seeing in the testing community is I wanted to learn automation, what language that uh, I should be learning. So, mm -hmm. so a lot of people will say try Selenium because Selenium is compatible with a lot of programming languages. Yep. Right, right, and right. it's um. I heard a a podcast, an interview before. They call it the Selenium syndrome. Mm -hmm. Like every everyone, everybody wanted to learn Selenium. Nobody wants to learn other other um, methods of automation. So, uh, the Selenium market is very saturated. I mean, a lot a lot of people that in Selenium. But are you gonna just go? and you know be a drop droplet in the sea or do you wanted a more um, focused career path going your to your dream career or a dream company yeah you know? yeah that, that's a gem right there uh yeah i think that's really helpful but uh, when you're trying to learn this new languages and for example i already had my goal and i know what their technology is how, how do you how do you learn the the language? Are you 
using um, are you downloading their um, code code from from their uh, from their website or are you watching any um, how to videos uh, that's a great question no? so what we did um, in my experience is we we created a program or probably you can say a bootcamp mm-hmm. or and the instructors are the SDETs or the uh, automation engineers. And we also pair up with the developers. So what would be the best case for you is to use the language of what the developers are using. Because if you have a problem, the, there, there will be a lot of people that can help you with your uh, programming uh, dilemma. Mm-hmm. Because if you use a different tech stack with your developers, it will be very difficult for you to collaborate. And um, the learning curve will be very difficult if you have a different language that you're using. So uh, it was proven to be very successful in our uh, in our company when, where this was applied. So... We had a, and what we are automating is the actual uh, application that we are testing. So mm-hmm. after we graduated on that course, you know, we, we already know how to automate our own program. Not, um, what happens uh, most of the time is we get a vendor. Mm-hmm. I'm not against vendors, right? Because yeah. Maybe they'll be angry at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, and teach them a generic um, automation tool or programming language. And when they go back, they start from scratch because it's not tailor-fitted to their uh, application. So when you you have a bootcamp within your company, you have to make a curriculum actually with your uh, automation engineers and with your QA manager. Uh, You know, because you have your own a workflow, you have your own tech stack. So after you graduate, I guarantee that you'll be able to hit the ground running yeah. because you trained on what you are going to use. Okay. So it tells me that you, you need to first know the the roadmap of your company or your project and then align your your learning process uh, with this uh, new project, with, with your project so that it will be easier for for us or the your teammates to shift into automation, right? Is that yes? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, and it's also a good um, because not everyone wanted to uh, work on code, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not every tester wanted to go in that path for learning automation. But uh, unfortunately, nowadays to survive a testing career, you need to know how to code. Yeah. That's the reality right now. Mm-hmm. So um, it would be very helpful if um, you can create some sort of program that mm-hmm. would be the same as on what you are using right now in your organization. Okay. So for a, for a guy um, who shifted to a manual testing career, after one or two years, um, they should be probably reaching out with, with this kind of learning, so that uh, they would uh, they would be more valuable for the company, right? 
Yes, uh, always talk to your manager, schedule like catch up with them and lay down your career path on what you want because um, you can actually uh, have them help you with um, what you need to grow your career because they are your career managers and uh, they're not just there to uh, sign your increase or give you a promotion. They're there to help you grow and build your career. So, yeah, and I agree in that because uh, every company I dealt with, uh, with software or IT industry, there's always two ways or three ways that a manager could help you out uh, apart from the project. Outside work, uh, career pathing and uh, profiling. And then some, uh, even, even one of the companies I've dealt with, they teach us how to speak properly in public. So that's really helpful. And it's really dynamic, actually. And mm-hmm. I, I always learn a lot of uh, new things uh, before even the market knows, right? Yeah. Uh, they are there to help you. Don't just have them, you know, um, just be there for your convenience. They're also, they're also your mentors. They are not there just to be, uh, you know, just because they are there, they are there because they have a value to give. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll just start out. Um, uh, just, I just want to quick uh, recap: um, having a drive, a passion, and don't forget to learn to net to network, and having a preparation for your target company or project is really important in having a software testing career and rejections are part of them. And uh, I think uh, we've, we've learned a lot from you, Ravi, in, uh, in, in, this, uh, in this episode. And uh, we thank you for sharing your skills and your insights. And please continue to uh, share your knowledge in the software testing group um, in Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. can, can you share how, how we can reach you um, so that they could probably ask you some questions um, for our listeners. Do you have any sure. a website or? Um, or... Um, you can reach me uh, in LinkedIn. You can find me in LinkedIn. So you can send me a message there. Also, I'm active in Twitter. You can also find me there at Rabi C. Okay, okay, Rabi C. I'll, I'll try to include that in the show notes as how they get uh, reach you and please uh, try to uh, add software testing philippines in facebook is really an yes. a very very active group right now and they uh, we have a lot of um, contributors in this group yes uh, actually i'm very happy to say that um, when you post something there's a minimum of 3000 people that will see your post that, that's right. That's right. Do, do we have any uh, meetups uh, uh, in the next few weeks or next few few months? Uh, we just had one last week here mm-hmm. of um, QE 360. Uh, for next month, we haven't have a schedule yet, but I would like to encourage your listeners if to tell your managers that we are looking for sponsors that would be generous to share their office space mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, food budget 
yeah. for the meetup. So we'll be in contact with anyone who will be reaching with us. We'll don't worry, we'll help with the logistics and the preparation. So. Definitely, that's really helpful, and it's a great way to network and to know the next best technology out there, right? In, in yes, exactly. Yes, you'll get to meet a lot of people from different industries. And probably, who knows, you'll meet someone who's working on your in your target company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, can, can an outsider uh, attend this kind of uh, meetups? Like, for example, I, I'm not a tester. I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not an IT professional. And I kind of uh, came across with your, with your meetups. Can they actually uh, attend? Yes, yes. Um, we actually have some people asking us the same question that I'm not a tester. Uh, can I join? Ex by all means, you can. Uh, we're, we don't we don't have any discrimination or whatsoever to any kind of job profession. You know, um, in one of our events last year, TestCon, mm -hmm. uh, I believe there were attendees that are not um, software testing related jobs. That's nice. Nice. It's a, it's a very good, good or a very great platform to get to know with the career and network and get to know the technology that you're using. I think. Um, would you know uh, when is the next uh, TestCon um, event this year? Ah, that's a great question. I don't have a definite answer, but um, probably we'll do it again sometime November. November, okay. Since uh, this is uh, actually our core team, the the software testing Philippines core team, we are all volunteers in this. Uh, we're we're not paid. We're not getting paid. Mm -hmm. you know, so we're we're still getting commitments from everybody and volunteers for the event because um, organizing this kind of event is very very. Um, uh, what do you call this? It's very tedious and um, yeah. there's a lot of uh, logistics involved. But uh, as much as possible, we want it to do this annually because we have done it for two consecutive years now. Mm -hmm. and we wanted to go bigger this year and we're looking for, you know, aside from volunteers, looking for space yeah. that would be very, um, uh, that can, you know, accommodate our needs. Yep. Uh, well, I'll try to help out in the in marketing the to get out some sponsors out there and yeah. uh, see if uh, we can probably bridge some some sponsorship with other companies and other academies. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. You mentioned academies, so um, one of our uh, core team is already reaching out to them. So that's very nice. We have something in. This year, that would be involving schools. Robbie, mm -hmm. it's a wonderful episode. Have a lot of jam in, in this episode. Thank you for your time. Hey, thanks, Carlo, and my pleasure. Thank you.
there's no uh, extra cost in you but this absolutely you have to pay for the service um, uh, yep uh, support this uh, uh, specific podcast and I'll see you on the next one thank you okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.